<clears throat> welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Labora Lee, aka Cat Lee, and you have now tuned in to Ambitiously the Podcast. Yes, <gasps> you have, yes, you have, babies. Um, tonight is an interesting night. It's a lot going on. But what the the first thing that you need to know is though, today is Media Monday. Today is the day that we talk about all of the trending topics, all of the things that are going on. And, you know, what's happening, the tea, the nonsense, the shenanigans. This is what we do on Media Monday. We talk about it. But first things first, before I get into it, know that the phone lines are open. Well, they will be anyway soon. Um, But the phone line is open. Um, You can call in. You can text. We will read your um, text on on air or you'll be on air. Um, You can drop a comment. Or you could ask me to drop the link and I will. And then you can join me on the show as we go to talk about the things that we're talking about. Um, yes, we will. That's what we do over here. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, the channel, the podcast, wherever. Listen, um, we'll get into the rest of that later. We got a lot to talk about. But before I get into it, before I even trickle into it, check this out. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Now, at the end of this podcast, I do believe I'm going to share a little something with you. Let me make sure it's up here. If not, as we go, I will make sure that it is available. Nah, I might have to put it on here. But anyway, so it's a lot to get into. Today, I wanted to start with ah, these TikTok nurses. And yes, I'm going to call them. Oh, it is on here. I am going to call them um, TikTok nurses because they decided that they wanted to add their little tea um, on TikTok. And I'm going to get into it and why it's not acceptable, okay? I'm going to get into it. But let's get into it. So, a group of delivery nurses appear to have lost their jobs after posting a viral TikTok where they share what patients do to give them the ick. I'm sorry, I'm going to get to that in a minute. The ick is a term that has been coined to deserve a sudden feeling of repulsion and total turn off from somebody you've been dating, though these nurses appear to have um, brought it to the workplace. Unlike major red flags like um, violence and infidelity, the it typically refers to um, little habits or behaviors which suddenly come um, impossible to ignore. The video was posted by a now large um um was posted by now largely sw- um wiped clean account um by uh, so Han Hinton where the nurses um the four nurses at Emory University in Georgia explain what patients do to um take them off the school via Emory Uni- um Emory Health um healthcare said that the four nurses were now former employees, though it's unclear if they were directly fired due to the video. Um, the post on Instagram, we are aware, um, this is what they posted on Instagram. We are aware of the TikTok video that included disrespectful and unprofessional comments about maternity patients. Now, here's some verified information. Emory University Healthcare Center issued an apology statement after um, the four nurses made the TikTok um, participating in the ick challenge, according to um, reports, the university called the nurses unprofessional disrespectful, which I just stated. Um, the four women were also being investigated um, by the university, and it has taken appropriate action since the video surfaced on the internet. Emory says that the video did not represent the health system commitment to patients and family, um, sent, um, the family-centered care. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say this. It's a lot of things that 
women go through when having babies and not always do we always make sense when the, the pressure is on and i'm gonna tell you why because one we're dealing with hormones two we're about to have a baby but in no way let me play this real quick because I, I feel like in order to understand where i'm coming from you would have to hear it for yourself because i am not one to just give up information information and not have extra receipts on it. You know, I just not what I do. Um, and I found it very repulsive myself. Let's see if this. Okay, so hold on. And it's still, it is still in your hands. <laughs> Dad comes outside and asks for a paternity test right outside the room door. Saying you don't want any pain medicine, no epidural, but you are at an eight out of 10 pain with just a cervidil and you're still closed fingertips. Well, we've already told you to push a call light, but every five minutes, your Excuse family me. member coming at the front desk. Excuse me, can I have a blanket? Another ick. When you're going room to room between one baby mama and your other baby mama. Oh, ick. <laughs> it's the unlimited trips to the nurse's station for I'm back. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. Not everybody. I, I hate that. First, let me say this. I hate that everybody falls under these challenges. Why do you have to do it? Aren't Don't you have a mind of your own? Like, it's one thing to hear like an audio or see a video and like it. And, you know, I fall victim into liking certain clips because they that's how I feel at that moment. Um, I fall victim to like in certain songs because that's the vibe I'm on right now. But what I don't do is jump in these little challenges. It's been too many challenges for me to count that I cannot jump into every single challenge. Secondly, when you're grown, a challenge doesn't matter to you. You feel me? Sometimes you got to grow up, booze. But now you're out of a job and you're out of a job because you were out of line, because you were very unprofessional whatever them situations is you chose that job that's the job that you chose so these are the things that you have to deal with and the maternity ward it's just what it is so if people keep coming to the nurse's station asking for shit you just have to deal with it because that's the job that you chose they didn't choose that job for you um if the baby daddy won a, a paternity test while he there then it's your job to help that man seek the proper guidance. Um, if they want to know how much the baby weighed and the baby is in still in their hand, so what? So that is supposed to be the most beautiful experience that anybody can go through. Go through besides all the extra shit, the baby daddies and all that bullshit, a woman, that is supposed to be... So if you give an attitude, that's already a no-no. But then the fact that you went on TikTok and made it a, a viral TikTok, oh, yeah, honey. You didn't want... None of y'all wanted y'all jobs. N none of you. Not one single one of you wanted your jobs. And so if... Emory decides to let you go. <laughs> That's why. I mean, come on. Grow up. You shouldn't have been a nurse if that was an issue for you. Um, so <laughs> it is what it is. Now, I wanted to um start with that. That was kind of light, but not really, because it's a lot going on. So um recently, uh prominent American journalist Grant um Hall passed in um, Qatar um, after collapsing while covering the World Cup, sparking an outpouring of shock and grief across the sports world. He was 49. He collapsed while covering Friday's Argentina-Netherlands match, um, a witness told CNN. Now, the World Cup, um, the, the country's World Cup organizers said on Saturday that Wall fell ill in the press area where he received immediate medical treatment on site. He was then transferred to um, Hamad General Hospital, um, said a sp spokesperson for the Supreme Court Committee for Delivery and Legacy. 
the body um, responsible for planning the tournament. Um, so he he was pictured on October the tenth, twenty fourteen, um, in a, a rainbow like soccer shirt. Um, they say he was treated at the stadium for about 20, 20 to twenty five minutes for um, before he was moved to the hospital. Um, I'm not going to try to say this name, but another co- a columnist at the World Soccer Magazine, that's what they told CNN. Now, this was towards the end of an extra time, um, extra time at the match. Suddenly, colleagues up, um, suddenly, colleagues up to my left started shouting for medical assistance. Obviously, someone had collapsed. Because the chairs are freestanding, People were unable to move the chairs, um, so it's possible to create a little bit of space for him. Um, That's what the journalist said. He added that the medical team um, were there pretty quickly and were able to, as best they could, give treatment. The circumstances around his passing are not clear. But no, there's more, because you know I always have more. Um, So that happened. And of course, everybody's tripping, you know, with everything with the nineteen and all of that stuff. It's 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 just a lot. But he's not the only one that passed at this at the World Cup, and it's crazy because I love soccer, y'all. I really do, and I hate that this is happening at, at the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup. But another journalist um, journalist has passed while covering the FIFA World Cup. Um, in the same country, according to authorities, he passed suddenly. According to a statement from the Gulf Times, um, photojournalist Khalid, Khalid, oh Khalid, we'll say Khalid, Al-Mislam passed over the weekend. Um, suddenly, while covering the FIFA World Cup for 2022, it says, um, we trust all Allah's grace and forgiveness for him. Uh, and we express our heartfelt condolences to his family. Um, he worked for the Kateri uh, news channel, Al Kas TV, and covered the World Cup according to Fox News Sports. And then they're saying his passing is also unknown at this time. And um, he was, it was announced during the broadcast, and he is the second one to pass while covering the World Cup. My question is, is what is happening at the World Cup? Why are people just passing? Like, what is happening? That's scary. They're just out of nowhere. They just dropping. Like, do you think that's a little weird? I think that's a little weird. What is going on? I feel like it's it's some more deeper. And I'm not saying that nobody in that country is responsible for it. Well, you know, from that country is responsible for it. But I will say somebody's responsible. You don't just up and pass out of nowhere. That's crazy. Um, so let's keep it moving. Let's talk about Maxwell Frost. Um, so Maxwell Frost is what one would call the, um, the new age. What is it? Gen Z um, politician. So he applied for an apartment, um, w- but was denied because he has really bad credit. Just apply, um, he had just applied for an apartment in D.C. where I told the guy that my credit was really bad. He, he said, I'd be fine. Um, got denied, lost the apartment and the application fee. This ain't meant for people who don't um, already have money, Maxwell Frost said in a tweet. Now, Frost, an Orlando-based community organizer, made history last month when he won elections in Florida, the 10th congressional district, at just the age of 25. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, Frost surprised party leaders with his victory in a um, crowded preliminary um, field with um, senior political figures to replace um, outgoing Representative Val Demings before comfortably um, comfortably winning against his Republican opponent, 
in a um solidly blue district. So oh he was that was tough. Uh-huh. So in the ten, in the Twitter thread or thread, 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 whatever, um the congressman elect expressed frustration with his relocating to the Capitol, saying that he has bad credit because he ran up a lot of debt running for Congress for a year and a half and that he did not make enough money working for Uber to pay for the cost of living. Um, Frost said that he quit his full-time job during the um, the racist primary because I knew that I would win at 25. I need um, it, that if I was going to win at the age of 25, I would need to be full time a full-time candidate seven days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day, and that um, that it's not sustainable or right, but it's what we had to do. Mm. Um, as a candidate, you can't... Let me make sure I have nothing else on here. I need, as a candidate... You can't give yourself a stipend or anything till the very end of your campaign, he added. So most of the run, you have no income coming unless you work a second job. Now, CNN has reached out to Frost, um, Frost's office for um, comment. In comments to the Washington Pro- Post, Frost declined to identify the building the size of his debt or credit score, but he said the building where his application was rejected was in the city's Navy Yard neighborhood, roughly a mile from the U.S. Capitol. He said he lost the $50 application fee. Really? Um, I'm going to get to that too. Frost is not the only incoming a member of Congress to have struggled with finding D.C. housing. On Twitter, um, he referenced um, New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who in 2018 became the youngest woman elected to Congress at the age of 29, and who also had a hard time as an incoming lawmaker finding affordable housing in D.C. on her then salary. Frost pointed out that once his congressional salary kicks in, he'll be fine, adding, we have to do better for others. I also recognize that I'm speaking from a point of privilege because um, in two years' time, my credit will be okay because of my new salary that starts next year, Frost said. Uh, we have to do better for the whole country. Members of the House and Senate earn roughly about $174,000 a year, according to the Congressional Research Services. Um, but... That salary will not begin until Frost is sworn in on January the 3rd. Um, one is, I can't even tell him to get over the um, application fee because right now he doesn't have a place to live. And that $50 can go a long, long way. Um, here's the thing. And even I'm... I even suffer through that, through this right now, and I'm not running for anybody's office of anywhere. Um, but even in running a business and trying to, you know, start a business or whatever, um, there's a lot of sacrifice before the greater picture. You feel me? There's a lot of things that you have to go through. There are going to be bills. There are going to be all kinds of things. I'm not, because what I do is not free. Um, me talking to you right now, on this platform that I put together. It's not free. It's always a bill. I have to pay for websites. I have to pay for a lot of other things. So um, I think that, unfortunately, we have to understand that we're doing this, and especially if you didn't have um, people backing you. And that sounds like what his problem is. is like he didn't have a lot of campaign money to run off of. He ran off of what he could run off of. And um, he got elected, but now he still is, you know, suffering financially because he won't be sworn in until January 3rd. Um, but that's a sacrifice. And you you got elected and you'll rub elbows with the right people. It's politics. It's, it's Washington, D.C. 
um, you you know, rub the right elbows. They'll make sure you're good until you're sworn in. Um, or you just go home and wait until it's time to be sworn in and go back where your family is and kick it with them until it's time for you to be sworn in. And then once you're sworn in, everything will work itself out. But yeah, it's a lot of sacrifice when you want certain things in life. It's a lot of sacrifice. So you just have to understand that the sacrifice is there and it's not going anywhere. And you have to either be willing to sacrifice or you have to give up. I think it's that simple. So I'm going to take a brief, brief break. I'm going to show y'all something at the end of this podcast too. But um, I'm going to take a brief break, a little water break, and I'll be right back. So let me play this. I'll be right back. It is me. It is me, your girl, Labora Lee, and today is a new day. Today is the day that you begin your podcasting journey. Today is the day that you will begin to be heard. How do you ask? Sign up for Red Circle. I'm telling you, I've been at this podcasting game for two years now, and joining Red Circle was one of the best decisions that I ever made sign up today for free how just hit the link you'll thank me later and i promise you well it's enough room out here for everybody we can all have a podcast and it don't all have to be the same thing i'm working on a new project right now and it's not going to be the same as this this segment or this por- this little part of the podcast it's going to be different but i'm working on it uh-huh so it's okay to start. It's okay. Well, thank me. Anyway, so um, let's get to the next subject at hand. Donald Trump, Trump, former President Donald Trump, tore into the stupid prisoner swap um, for unpatriotic U.S. women's NBA star Brittany Grinner, for Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in a deal brokered by Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile, Trump's national security advisor, John Bolton, said the trade puts other Americans in danger for being detained by rogue states for bargaining power. Uh, President Biden taught the swap as a success this morning, uh, as a success as Grinnell had spent more than nine months in prison for Mary Jane charges. Other critics tout the deal as a boon to um, Russian President Vladimir Putin and his war effort. What kind of deal is it to swap um, Brittany Grinner, a basketball player who openly hates our country, for a man known as the Merchant of Death? who is one of the biggest arms dealers anywhere in the world and responsible for tens of thousands of passings, um, horrific injuries, and horrific injuries, Trump mused. Why wasn't former Marine Paul um, Whalen included in the totally one-sided transaction? Um, He would have been let out for the asking. What a stupid and unpatriotic embarrassment to the United States. And this is all Trump saying this. Um, see, this is, well, he's been involved in it because he has been a president before. And I've noticed that a lot of people had something to say. Tokyo Tony, amongst other people, had things to say about the trade. Um, yes, I do feel like it was kind of a bull crap trade a little bit. But here's the thing. When you make when you when you have a trade, when you're doing a trade, it's two parties. It's like negotiate in any negotiation. It's two parties involved. It's what they're willing to give and what you're willing to give and what you're willing to accept and what they're willing to accept. <clears throat> you can't well he probably could say what Putin might have been accept accepting of, but you can't really say in this particular situation what Putin was going to be accepting of other than the deal that they made. And it took for Saudi Arabia to even broker the deal. Now, um, Putin wasn't giving up what he didn't want to give up. It's just that simple. And by 
Biden not being one of Putin's favorite people, I don't know that she was going to get that much from him. I don't, I just don't know it. I just don't. Um, because in my mind that, that, um, all right. So when it comes to running the country, let me start there. Um, you have people on all sides and then you have people who break the law in other countries, some more severely than others. As far as the Marine is concerned, they have him on espionage and being a spy. I don't think that they're going to let him back over here with their secrets. I just, I'm being real. The arms dealer, we didn't really have many. How many Russian prisoners did we have? He was it. So I don't know that, you know, you were going to get any more than what you got. Do I feel like the other gentleman that was over there for Mary Jane charges should have been included in that deal? Probably. Probably. Only because you're talking about a man who sold arms across the world and is responsible for a lot of lives lost. Um, and then that's the fear that they have right now that he may go back to doing that shit again. So who knows? But um, it's interesting times we live in. I'll tell you that much. Very interesting times that we live in. All right, let's get to this this dude right here. Hold on. Oh, gosh. Mm. Let's get to Derek Jackson. If you... One second. What does getting it all done actually look like? A lot like this. Meet your new workspace. Oh, uh, I'm not sharing the right screen, am I? Let's try this again. Meet your new workspace. Your whole team, right here. Let me just, uh, sorry, Karen. All those projects on hold? Just a click away from complete. Success is closer than you think. It's actually over there, right next to your success manager. It's built to expand as needed. The perfect freelancer for every project? Yes, please. Go ahead. You can use the F word as much as you want here. This is your selection of global freelance talent that never sleeps. All vetted for their excellence and their expertise. Love you, Kevin. Only thing left? Add your favorites to your list and share with your team. <laughs> okay, not all of them. Leave it to them to tackle all your business needs, leaving you free. Well, at least free to get more done. That's how fast they work. Ready to transform your business? Oh, that looks good. Love that. Approved. Oh, still sharing my screen. My apologies. I listen. I'm going through sinus issues right now, and then I'm drinking water and I'm talking at the same time, and it went down too fast. So I had to take a brief break and come back. But I want to talk about this crazy ass man right here because this has been an interesting, interesting journey that we've been on with this gentleman. So I'm talking about if you were here before, I went to commercial break. Because I was joking. Um, you heard his name. If you weren't, then you know his name. You'll know his name now. I'm talking about Derek Jackson. Um, so if you don't know who Derek Jackson is, he is a self-proclaimed, and y'all kind of proclaimed him that too. Kind of like Kevin Samuels, but the complete opposite. Um, Derek Jackson is supposed to be a relationship coach. Um, and was a very married Derek Jackson. He has a wife, and her name is Dania um, Jackson. So listen to this. Derek Jackson announces his divorce from his wife, Dania Jackson. A few weeks after Dania harshly criticized naysayers for speaking negati negatively about her marriage, Derek reveals that they have filed for divorce. In an Instagram post, the relationship coach said the decision came after the couple attempted to save their mar uh, marriage through marital counseling. 
I'm gonna tell you why I'm not paying that no more in a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Earlier this year, um, after much prayer, counseling, and deep consideration, we decided to go our separate ways and file for divorce. Derek wrote. I'm gonna keep going. He continued making the decision to file was one of the hardest decisions of my life, but I found peace knowing that our mission of raising healthy children, starting with a health um with healthy and whole parents, is still um is still being accomplished. The couple were married for four years and faced a major scandal in 2001 after Derek was exposed by his mistress or mistresses, however you want to say it, a woman named Candace D. Marderados, um came forward and said that she had slept with Derek numerous times and that she, she added that she had even been in the home he shared with his wife and children. Following the scandal, the couple um, made a video together addressing the infidelity and Dania or, yeah, Dania, Nania, oh, Dania, I'm just saying Dania, um, said that she had forgiven him and wanted to start a new chapter. However, she did add that she initially left Derek after finding out about his mistress. I agree with people saying that there is no justification for being bringing other women into our marriage. When I found out about it, I left, um, Dania said, I'm not, uh, I did not come back until I saw a shift or a change in his uh, mentality. <sighs> okay. I will say this. Um, he has been spotted with a certain young lady. I don't know all the details on this certain young lady, but she's definitely a change from what he had had before. I'll say that. Um, she's a very young looking and vivacious young lady. And I don't even think Derek Jackson's wife is that old, but a very vivacious young lady. Um, all she's what we would one would coin an Instagram model. Um, and they've been spotted out a lot together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the question I beg is did he file for divorce because he found her or did he file for a divorce because he just wasn't happy? I do agree with um, the decision to separate ways um, with the intention to make sure that you're raising healthy children um, and that both the parents should be healthy and whole. You should never stay together. And I think I said this on Wednesday, um, last Wednesday's podcast. You should definitely never stay together for the sake of the children because you're not helping them. And anybody that thinks that you're helping them, you're not. Some you what you have to do, what you need to do is just be honest with the kids and let them know. You know, everything don't work out all the time. But we'll get into that um on what Wednesday, what why Wednesday, because I gotta move on. Um, Elon Musk is getting frigid shoulder, um, um a fridge frigid shoulder in San Francisco as if the tweet stitch wasn't bad enough. He got on stage with Dave Chappelle and was practically shouted out of the arena. The comedian was performing Sunday at Chess Center and towards the end of his set, David brought up Twitter CEO. Um, he brought Twitter CEO on stage as a special guest, which the San Francisco crowd did not receive well, raining um, a chorus of booze down on Elon. Um... A few cheers could be heard as well, but as Dave noted, it was mostly folks who weren't happy, but he kind of told them to shut it and tried to drown out the noise with a few jokes about how much he actually liked Elon, um, despite him being public enemy number one online. As Elon, as for Elon, while he rolled with it as best as he could, um, he sarcastically asked Dave if it was what he was expecting. And Dave Chappelle responded, it sounds like some of the people you fired are in the audience. Um, that got a laugh, as did some other cracks from Dave um, about the tense situation. 
And all the while, Elon just sort of stood around and took it. Some were expecting him to say more, as he does on Twitter. But in the end, they wrapped it up by telling people that they were better. there are better ways to express their protest with the man. Another surreal moment is when, at that moment, Dave asked Elon to shout out his old show signature um, outro, I'm Rich Bitch, um, which Elon did to mix results fun times. <sighs> I don't think that people understand that people aren't going to be too happy about some of the decisions, especially when you are one of the powers that be now, because he is. He owns the whole social media network where everybody gets on there and talks about whatever. Speaking of that, he did add some um, extra characters now, so you can write more on Twitter. But it's a lot of going on. People mad about their check marks. Um, people mad about him trying to charge people for te- check bars. People are upset about a lot of things right now. And I think that we need to just, I don't know. Everybody going to feel how they feel. And it's just what it is. You just got to roll with the punches, I guess. Or in his case, roll with the booze. I don't know. Um, oh, this one excited me here. Hold on. Let me get to it. Teddy Riley and his guy bandmates are getting back together for a classic R&B reunion um, that will take them on the road for what's shaping up to be one of 2023's biggest tours. Uh, We're told it will be a full group reunion um, by Guy with Teddy Riley, Aaron Hall, Damon Hall, all in one. And that they're um, relinking with New Edition is... Especially epic. Ooh, I don't know. I might, I might, I might. Um, the two groups haven't toured together since 2006. Guy was one of the hottest acts in the early night, uh, early 90s. Yes, they were selling millions of records, but more importantly, helping pioneer the New Jack Swing era. Um, that later set up, set up, kind of set up the hip hop culture to dominate um, down the line. As if those two acts wouldn't be a big enough draw, we're also told that R&B legends um, Keith Sweat and Tank will also be in the mix, um, commencing an era of R&B millions hold dear to their hearts. Am I excited about it? I absolutely freaking am. I am. God was the God was the shit back in the day. Y'all gonna ask somebody? I'm so excited about that. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I've always been a, a, a um, New Edition fan, so mm, that's cute. Speaking of New Edition, um, so it says, um, we're back, Jack, um, Jack Swain. Um, TMZ hooked up, I'm going to wind up sitting, because we got to add all that up in there, baby. We can't, you know, I got to get my pieces where I could get them, but TMZ, um, Hip Hop recently spoke to Bobby Brown at LAX where he initially popped the lid on the tour and also told them um, why he and the rest of NE's bond will be forever strong. Thank you. I'm glad it will be. Um, we're told New Edition will be f- performing a a host of new songs they, um, they didn't do on their last tour, which previously ranked as one of Polestar's Post Awards top one um top ten U.S. tours. I believe it, honey. I believe it. With this lineup, it's likely they can um hit hit the top again. This um this next year coming up. So I'm just excited about that. I love I love God. I love God when I was young, and I always love New Edition. I'm not going to tell y'all who my crush was, but whatever. I always love New Edition, and no, it wasn't Ralph Trezran. Um, but I always love New Edition. So, it seems to me we got a cap alert. I'm sorry, I got to wipe my nose. But um, we got a cap alert. So, Uncle Luke is calling Cat on Fat Joe's claim that he's the one who discovered and pushed Pitbull and Trick Daddy. Um, Not only does Uncle Luke claim to be the one who discovered Trick Daddy and signed Pitbull, he says he also is responsible for discovering DJ Khaled. Oh, oh, 
don't know. I don't know. They might be. I don't know how this is going to turn out. But, um, you know, people don't be really liking when people be calling them for cat. You feel me? Like, what? So here she's saying, I'm not. Let's get ready to be some, some stuff. It was about to be some stuff. But I want to, oh, Thomas, because I want to get to the love, because I, I definitely have something that I want to play for the listeners and play for the visual audience as well. And this time is something that both of you can hear, and I don't really have to say it. So here we get to the love real quick. I got to show some love. Yes, I do, because my babies always hold it down for the girl and all that good stuff, and I love them for it. Let's get to the top countries. We got to do them first. Um, because they show the most love. Not that I love any of you any less. I keep telling y'all that. I love you all the same. I really, really do. And I appreciate each and every one of you. But the more the the, the countries with the most downloads, they get the shout out first. Sorry. It's just what it is. So you want to top that list and start downloading. People start sharing. Start telling people what it is and what's happening. We got some things to talk about this evening. I just want to make sure I got where I needed to get. Mm-hmm. Make sure I don't miss no countries. Because I got a list, boo. <laughs> I got to listen. I love it. All right. First, the United States. My country loves me and I love you too. Um, secondly, France. Been here since day one. I love you. Um, India. I love you. Germany. I love you. Um, the United Kingdom. Of course, I love you. And now I got to add to the list Belgium. Hi, babies. I love you. Thank you for loving me because I love you. Man, top downloads come from those six countries. I appreciate them so much and I love them so much. But I'm going to keep the love going because I'm in a loving kind of mood. I got to show all the love. Canada. Hi, babies. I appreciate you. Um, Specifically Ontario, but no, nah, actually, it's a lot of parts of Canada I got love for. But yeah, Canada, I love you. Uh. He said, damn, hold on. I don't want to miss anybody. Um, Because it's a long list, baby. Brazil, I love you. Mexico, I love you. Um, Israel, I love you. Japan, I love you. Singapore, I love you. Ireland, I love you. Oh, I love you. Nepal, I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Um, Maradis, I love you as well. Hi, babies. I love you. I do, I do, I do. Hold on, I'm not done. Spain, I love you. Hi. Netherlands, I love you. South Africa, I love you. I don't know if I said Brazil already, but Brazil, I think I might have said Brazil. Yeah, I did say Brazil. It's just different parts of Brazil, but I love you. Philippines, I love you. Um, uh, Hong Kong, I love you. Thank you, darlings. I appreciate you so much. Wait, we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Um, Russia, appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Um, Switzerland, I appreciate you and I love you as well. I do. I do. I do. Hi, babies. Um, Turkey, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much as well. Austria, I love you and I appreciate you, darlings. Kenya, I love you. I appreciate you. Pakistan, I love you. I appreciate you as well. Let's keep it moving because we got more to talk about, honey. Is this list getting longer? And as the list gets longer, I am just so excited and happy about it. Um, so we got Russia. China, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you and I love you as well. I love I love everybody. I'm a loving person. Poland, I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in as well. Tanz um Tanzania. Uh, um Tunisia. We got Tanzania and T Tunisia. Thank you. I love you. Venezuela. Hi. Thank you for tuning in. And I love you too, man. When this was get long, y'all, I get excited. Can't even tell y'all I get excited, but I get excited. Mm-hmm. Guys, wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure all of our lists, we got everybody on all of the lists. We don't want to miss not a soul. And Nigeria. Hi. Thank you. I appreciate you for coming through. Oh, my gosh. You guys are amazing. I love you um, so much. And once we get to a certain point, I am going to start calling out cities as I can. Oh, we got a new city. Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am going to start calling out cities and stuff. 
and stuff and stuff. I just got to make sure I don't miss anybody because I don't want to miss anybody. I like showing y'all love and I like that y'all show me love and I appreciate you so much. So thank you for tuning into the show because you don't have to, but you did. And I just appreciate you so much for doing so because it's hard living out here, man. It's hard living. Um, but I appreciate you guys so much for coming through and showing the love. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now I want to play something for y'all. It's not going to take much long. I mean, that long. Just to listen up to what is said on here. Because I need y'all to understand something. And Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got a comment before I get to it. Um, no, this is not a religious channel. But I'll put you on the screen. Definitely not a religious channel at all. Um, we... Baby, you need to go back and watch some episodes and then you'll understand. Definitely not a religious channel. And if you're looking for a religious channel, um, this is not where you belong. I'm sorry. I apologize. Today is Media Monday, though. And today is the day that we talk about the trend of topics, things that's going on in the world. We talk about it, even politics. It doesn't just we get into it. What, what and why Wednesday, that's a whole nother day. And that's a whole nother day for my shenanigans. And then Fire Fridays, I play music. But I play music of artists that send their music to me. I don't, I don't subscribe to telling people what they should believe in and how they should believe and how they should be. It's not my game. Not what I'm into. And I will never be into it. I'm sorry. I feel like the Most High gave us all our own minds and, and, and our own hearts and our own souls he gave us free will, so you should live the way you should live, and I should live the way I should live, and that's just really my belief. Um, I could get into my religious beliefs, but I don't, right now is not the time. So I want to play something for y'all really quick, but thank you for tuning in and asking questions, because you should always ask questions if you don't know. I tell people that all the time. If you don't know, ask questions. But I'm going to play this really quick. Because I feel like it's very vital to what I got going on. And I think that you guys should hear about it too. And by the way, this is what I'm about to play for you really quickly. The link is in the description above or below, depending on how you're watching. If you're watching from Twitch, there's probably no, no link. But, you know, you'll get it. Listen up. Hi, my name is Labora Lee. And I am the owner and operator of Ambitiously the Boutique. Ambitiously, the boutique is an online boutique um, started November of 2022. I currently am the person who picks the fashion that we offer or picks the pieces that we offer. Um, and I have a lot of fun doing so. I decided to open the boutique because I really love fashion. I love clothes. Um, I am a mother and, you know, as my daughter gets older, she likes to pick her own things. But when she was smaller, I loved dressing her up. Like, that was like one of the highlights of uh, my life. <laughs> dressing her up in cute little dresses. And um, even now, when as she's older, I still like to be able to outfits together for her as well but you know she's growing up she wants to do her own thing and I'm not mad at her but there are items that she finds within the boutique that she adores and loves and it's like I want that I want that I always wanted to open a boutique I always wanted to um offer exquisite fashion I always wanted to offer people of all kinds fashions that were chic fashionable inexpensive and just all around great you can find the boutique at www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com slash ambitiously the boutique all right i'm back i decided to make that piece so people would understand why I did what I did when it came to opening this boutique. I, I just want to make everybody feel lovely and cute and stylish and fly. And that's just my mission. So, you know, you got to feel good about yourself. And it don't mean you got to be all, you know, showing everything all the time, but it does mean you have to find your style within. So I'm here to help.
that's it. That's all. Um, so what time is it? Okay, we got things to get to. That'll be good. Good, but yeah, man. Oh, so I wanted to talk about this really, really quickly because it came as a surprise to everybody. Uh, well, first, let's get to this. A Texas, a Texas lawmaker proposes a bill that will ban anyone under the age of 18 from opening a social, opening a social media account. Do you know how many children you're about to drive nuts? This is like their thing right now. Oh my gosh, it's that thing. And about a bunch of kids are about to lose their freaking minds because you're about to stop them from getting on social media. And you know they want to know what's to know and want to be all involved in it. And my friends have social media, especially those who already have social media. And it's going to kind of be hard to backtrack. So what do you do? You close down their accounts for those who already have social media? Like, they got to shut down. I, I need to know how that works exactly. Because what happens? Those children under 18, now everybody, they have to shut down their accounts or they're going to get in trouble. I don't, I need you to explain to me how that works. I'm going to get more detail on that and I'm going to come back and talk to you about that a little later. Um, Tory Lanez and uh, Meg Thee Stallion's court case has begun. It's a lot of details in that. I think I should just, make a separate, like I should do something separate for this case because it's been a long time coming. And like I told, for those who watch or listen to this podcast, you already know my stance on it. I didn't want to talk about it until some some solid conversation was coming out about it. And apparently it's a lot um, of conversation going on about the case so I think I will do that separately not on a media Monday but I do need you to know that that has started that has begun um Puffy surprised all of us and announced he just had another baby and who even knew well I don't think when you at that level people are supposed to know that you're about to have a baby it's more like you should probably make it a secret um, because, you know, paparazzi and all of that, they're in your business and they want to know what's going on and stuff. So I think he did a very good job of hiding it. Um, unfortunately, from my understanding, with ex- exposing that he had another baby um, all of a sudden out of the blue, um, people have played detective to find out who his baby mom's is and they got a picture of who that might be. Um I'm not going to say anything until it's confirmed. And then they came up with the side chick out of nowhere. I don't even know what she has to do with this situation. But the baby's um, name is Love Sean Combs. Um, We don't know what she looks like. We don't know anything other than he announced that he just had another baby. Um, uh, From what I understand, though, the baby mama, you know, she ain't no slouch. She got a nice little job, you know. Um, she was, I want to say, um, some kind of, I don't want to say what kind of lady she, what, like what she does exactly for a living, but she, she apparently out here was already getting to the bag. But then with that being said, then you got DJ academics always putting his two cents in some stuff that don't have nothing to do with him. And now him and young Miami, um, young Miami are going back and forth. <sighs> it's just a lot of crazy shenanigans all the time with these people but whatever um what time is it okay i got some things i have to say i just had to get those little things out i'm trying to make sure i didn't miss too much of anything um yeah they've been going back and forth for a minute about it um when i do cover um the whole tory lanes and stuff um, I am going to make sure that I bring in, you know, clips from these attorneys whom, and these reporters who are actually sitting inside of the courtroom. Um, that should be fun and interesting. It's a little tea. Um, and before I get to the stuff that I have to say, I can't leave Kanye out of this because he's always not far behind. He's always not far behind from... Him saying that he thinks that Rosa Parks was a plant, I can't make him believe otherwise, and I would never try. This is what I mean about free thinkers and the most high giving us all free will, and we do what it is that we do with the information. It's just what it is. 
Uh, but he said that, and I'm quite sure he was referring to Barack Obama being a planter. Uh, uh, but if you remember back in 2013, he said he was more important than um, Rosa, Pl- Rosa Parks or more influential. I can't remember which one it was, but it was something to that effect. Um, so, you know, Kanye believes what Kanye believes and you just got to let him go with it. He says that he is not bipolar, but he may be slightly autistic. Um, so this boy, he give you a run for your money. Oh, and listen, ladies, I don't know if this happens in other parts of the world, but I know that this has been happening a lot in the United States. So I'm going to talk about it. Um, so social users have slammed, um, HGTV's Egypt, um, Egypt Sherrod for posting a video of so on social media during the alleged human trafficking situation and they asked why didn't she call the police. Um I remember Egypt from when she used to be a radio personality here in Baltimore where I'm from and then she went out and did a thing and I'm very proud of Egypt for that. Um but she says so the person says why didn't you call the police instead of recording it on social media? You could have done both. Um, you could have done both, and so Egypt replies to him and says, "Who said I didn't call?" Sheesh. And um, then somebody else said, "All oh, this recording, and you know, the guy is still there. Was it really worth recording yet, and not just calling the police?" That seems weird to me. I mean, what she's saying is she found like the girl was at the pump, and then the girl, I guess, went in to pay or whatever, and then. The guy stuck something on the pump. And what they're saying is when they do that, they're sticking like some kind of um, sedative or something that will, you know, drug the woman. And then they wait for her to pass out and then they go scoop her up and run away with her. This is a crazy world if that's what's really happening. I don't know. But I, I have seen a few cases where it's been like some trafficking situations and it's messed up. Just leave people alone and let them be with their families. You don't know what their situation is. You don't know what they got going on. You don't know if that girl was going to get her child from. So you just don't leave people alone. We, everybody is not your possession or somebody else's possession. Like leave people alone. But I don't know. I say also don't, judge because you don't know what egypt did i'm not taking off of egypt but you just really don't know what she did you don't know if she called the police or not you weren't there i wasn't there we don't know that's why everything on this podcast is alleged (sighs) now it's time to say the things that i'm supposed to say every night before i leave this podcast first and foremost if you would like to be a guest on the show hit us up um ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com you can also contact us at the same email address if you have suggestions or if you are looking for advertisement it's all in that same pot right there you can always drop a comment thank you for the person who dropped a comment um call in or text the numbers 443-850-4828 or you can ask me to drop a link and i will and i will but just make sure that when you come on here you're on your best behavior because I don't want to have to cuss you out. And I will. I absolutely will. And take great, great, great pleasure in doing so. I kind of like that. It's kind of fun. Um, if I play videos, which I didn't today, but I will on Fire Friday, remember that I have full permission to play the videos. Some video permission, some written permission. But the point is I have permission. Uh, again, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You know, you get, you help us up. A lot by doing so. Um, if you can't check it, I mean, if you like, some people are listening, and if you're listening, you could always, if you want a visual to see who's talking to you, you could always go to YouTube and check out one of our 282, um, 80, well, tonight, after tonight, 182 videos that are posted and available on YouTube. Um, go to our website, check it out. <clears throat> www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com You can also find the boutique, boutique there. Um, but no, 
that the link is available above and below, depending on how you watch it. And if you're on Twitch, just www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Once you get on there, it'll take you wherever you need to go anyway. Um, if you like to um, donate to the show, that's how you donate. Um, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y, Lord Lucidity. And and that's also in the, the link tree link available in the description above or below, depending on how you watch it. We are streaming on all streaming sites everywhere. So if you missed the show tonight or you didn't get to catch all of the show tonight, you go replay. Um, and I recommend doing that on Fire Fridays anyway, because if you watch on Facebook, they're going to cut the music. I don't have that issue with um YouTube, but I definitely have that issue with Facebook. So that is what it is. Now, there's some things I got to say before I get out of here, Bookie Boos. It is some things I got to get off my chest. First of all, mind your business. Come here with me to your Mondays like you did tonight. <clears throat> and I will tell you other people's business because that's what we do on Media Mondays. We tell you everybody's business or anybody, anybody's business that is available. Um, but mind your business is a dangerous word out here and minding other people's business can get you in the world of travel, trouble from time to time. So mind your business. Um, love your babies. Hug your babies. Encourage your babies. Tell them they could be anything on this planet that they want to be. Just make sure that you tell them that. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, tell them to be the best damn pit boss or NASCAR driver or whatever else they do over there in NASCAR. Tell them to be the best at it. If they want to work for NASA, tell them to be the best astronaut engineer or even janitor if that's what they choose to do but tell them to be the best at it encourage them to be great encourage them be, to be the greatest of all times the goat you know um and last but not least oh my gosh oh my gosh stay in your motherfucking lane i promise you because you come in this lane that's what you're gonna get you have now turned into ambitiously the podcast mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's not what you're going to get. You wish you would get that. Let me show you what you're going to get. Hold on. All right, let me correct it. Let me correct it. This is what you're going to get. <laughs> um, And you don't want that. Trust me, you absolutely don't want her. I'm sorry. My, my content producer is sending me a text. But trust me, you don't want her. You want her. <laughs> she cute and cuddly and all that good stuff. Or at least her. But the point is, is you don't want the first one. Well, not the very first one, but the second one I played. She is vicious. She ain't that nice. Um, but with that being said, um, you know, I love you guys, those who came in and watched the podcast. Thank you for the comment. I'm sorry if you were looking for a religious podcast, because this ain't it. I apologize. Well, I can't apologize. I do what I do over here because this is what I enjoy to do. But um, if you're looking for a religious podcast, this wasn't the place for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but I love you guys that those that do come through and check the podcast from time to time. And I appreciate all of those people who come and download the podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I love you. And with that being said, babies, we got to get up out of here. It's time to go. Um, I got things to do. I got to get my kid ready for school tomorrow. But I love you guys. Good night. (laughs) 